Welcome to the On Target Living Podcast, a place where health and human performance meet. All right, Chris Johnson, where do I begin? All right, began his career butternut bread, Frito-Lay, delivering white bread, cupcakes, potato chips, and poison. Okay. Uh, he, he, he consumed them too and had, and he'll tell you, he tell you the whole story if you want to go back and get some of this backstory go get it because just personal training sessions at the Michigan Athletic Club he realized that many of his clients lacked his basic understanding of health and nutrition so he has parlayed that into a juggernaut called On Target Living On Target Living go to their website On Target Living Chris here you go let's talk about it let's talk about the diet industry well, again, I can say this, but Where do we go? there's no industry on the planet that has such a failure rate. And they, I mean, make, and they got so much money coming in. Yeah. And so one of the things, as you know, I'll be 61 years old in a couple of months here, but I've been in the business a long time. And my first bodybuilding contest in 1985, I got into ketosis. Basically, we cut the carbs out the last you know, month or so of... And your goal was to speed everything up and get ripped on stage. And I was never more miserable. I had, couldn't sleep anymore. I had digestive issues. And, and so when you start talking about the dieting, if you look back in the 70s, it was a Scarsdale diet. It was a liquid diet that was killing people. People are consuming 700 calories a day. In the 80s, was crazy. It was, as you know, it was the high-carb, low-fat diet, the Entenmann's no, coffee cake and the snack oil cookies. The and, McLean Deluxe. Yeah. And, you know, the, I mean, you just go back and you're like, and then they had the Ollie, which is the stuff they would put on your food so you had no absorption. So people were eating anything and everything because they could put this stuff on it. And then the doctor came out with a cookie diet. And the 90s was the Atkins and the list goes on. So it's not like we haven't seen this before. Well, again, dieting can really get people excited because it's a focused approach. And anytime you create focus, things start to change. And that's what's so hard for many people is they lose focus because it's not a lifestyle. It's not a habit. It's not habitual. And it's not sustainable. And so when I see these things come across our desk, every seminar I'm talking about, people ask me about the ketogenic diet because it's the most popular weight loss program on the planet today. And right, so that's, me, how, that's how I began Let me interrupt program. you for just a second here, because I know you're going to go off on this one. But in, in my perspective, and, and you can correct me because I always learn from you, Chris, isn't it okay to get people, like, get them some positive mo- momentum? I mean, that's kind of my – because I feel I feel bad for people. It's like I want people to, to start feeling healthier. So any way they can get going, they can. But when we talked about this in the pre-show production, you said – well, yeah, I can do that with amphetamines too. Go ahead. I mean, yeah. So again, when people think about losing weight, everybody wants to lose it tomorrow. I mean, if we're talking financial services industry, and you talk to your financial advisor and say, "Hey, here's the deal. I can't, I can't make five to eight percent a year. I just can't. It's not fast enough for me." And your financial advisor would say, "You know, the only way I can do this is go to Vegas and start <laughs> throwing the dice." So we know it doesn't work. Why are we thinking it differently in this space? So it's compound interest. If you just do it, the goal, the goal is to not get so much in the extrinsic motivation. You're all about that. It's the intrinsic motivation. That gets people excited for the, the changes they're seeing over the course of time, but they enjoy the process. That's the magic. So when people are like, okay, yeah, I'm eating a, an apple and 500 calories a day, and you're trying this diet and that diet, well, how are you feeling? Well, I hate it, but I'm losing weight. Well, oh, that doesn't make any sense because this is a matter of time before you're gone. And so that's why we believe that you can create a lifestyle that you can get leaner if that's your goal. But why would you ever want to give up your health? And that's what I'm seeing with many of these diets is that people are giving up their health. 
you know, many times in the ketogenic diet, people are like, oh, it works so great. Well, again, if you think about the ketogenic diet, it really is, it's a high fat, low carb type of eating. So you're manipulating a macronutrient. And when you manipulate the macronutrient, you're going to have some issues. And the big I see selling point is it creates this amazing focus. Chris, hey, I've never been more focused. Well, what you don't understand is you're messing with the neurotransmitters in the brain. That now you're creating an imbalance. So your adrenaline and your dopamine neurotransmitters are on high alert. And your GABA and serotonin that calm the body, that you know help with sleep and digestion and all these wonderful things that go on in the body, those are out of balance. So now I have this amazing focus during the day, but I can't sleep at night. So that's, that's where people just don't quite understand the full breath of what they're what they're doing with their diets okay what did i tell you guys okay it's only gonna take a second to get chris revved up on this we got a lot of other things we're gonna talk about i do want to cover the keto diet and ketogenesis a little you know it'll be the focus of the show today but there's other things we want to discuss as well that are positive we're gonna talk about rest we'll talk about chris's new facility we'll talk about the family talk about all this, all these good things because you know what we're all about story here but this thing he brought for me with the history we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about the history of dieting it's so darn funny and it's so darn sad this is the boomers rock radio talk show my guest today chris johnson from our target living the keto diet and then some we'll be right back let's let's continue on with this keto diet because i know people they're busy they want to get going they want to know more about it they want to understand chris how does this work so the ketogenic diet basically you're trying to you're manipulating macronutrients so let me just throw this out there real quickly Back in the 80s, when we were doing a high-carb, low-fat diet, that doesn't make any sense because now you're not getting enough fat. What's the same premise when you think about the ketogenic diet? If you really get extreme with these programs, that's the problem. So the premise is not a bad premise that it's more fat, moderate amount of protein, it's low carbs. But again, when we people are taking those carbs out of their diet, that's a macronutrient that the body needs. So that's where the imbalance begins. So now you're trying to almost trick the body to doesn't have enough carbohydrates for fuel. Now I'm using fat as fuel. And, oh, that sounds great. I'm going to lose all this weight. And people do get leaner. They're, they're, the acidity level changes in the body, so the inflammation goes up. Gut health starts to become an issue. And neurotransmitters are out of balance. I'm having trouble sleeping. I can't calm down because we don't have the balance. But I'm losing weight. But I'm losing weight. I so my ex- gut health is jacked I up, I can't amaz- sleep. I'm losing weight, and I have this amazing focus. I love it, and I'm not hungry. So, But I can't sleep, and my gut, and, and I'm yeah, not so pooping well. My, my ESPM's all messed up. My eat, sleep, poop, move model, right. totally you're, jacked you're, up. Your whole thing, that's it's, it's out of whack. So that's the challenge out there is that people just have to understand it. The other thing, too, without getting too deep here, but this thing called respiratory quotient, it's like jet fuel. The human body stores carbohydrates in the muscle, in the, in the liver. It's like a resource that you need. So ketosis, you're actually depleting those carbs out of the muscle and the liver. So now you don't even have them anymore, and that body has to move into ketosis, which is breaking down fat as fuel. Well, the challenging thing is if you're a dragster, you need that extra fuel once in a while and with ketosis, you don't have that extra. That's why they'll tell you. That's why they'll tell you that you shouldn't exercise as much. And any program that's going to say don't have, don't increase your movement in your life, especially as middle living adults, we need more movement in our life. 
But no, you're going to go on something that's going to tell you to move yeah, less? Yeah, so, so again, I played paddleball outside the other day, and it was 85 degrees, and it was super humid, and it was two hours, and it was very intense, and there's no did way. Did you win? I did. <laughs> but there was no way. It depends who I play sometimes. But there was no way I could have that, that oomph, that extra gear, if I was not having a balance of proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. That's my whole premise and, is you need those three macronutrients. Let me for- digress for just a second here now. Talking about that little extra oomph. Now, Chris has two grandchildren expecting his third. I have two. We're going to want to, and if we're blessed enough to have grandchildren, if you if you don't, there's lots of kids out there that can use your help. But if we want that extra oomph to do any fun things with these kids, you ever been around little kids? You need that oomph. <laughs> They're relentless. <laughs> But get back to the what we're seeing in our business is people reaching out to us or when we're doing our seminars is when you really get into the weeds with a lot of them, they're having problems sleeping. They're having problems quieting their mind. They're having problems with their, their digestive system. They're having problems. The list goes on. They're homocysteine, which is an oxidation measurement. It's a one, number one risk factor for heart disease. That's through the roof. They're high sensitivity C-reactive protein, which is an inflammation marker. That's elevated. So they're looking good on where they're at, their waist, or they're looking re- lean. But when I get their blood work back, wow, we got some, we got some challenges. And I tell them right away, you're, you're not eating enough carbohydrates. All right, let you? me read this to you because this came from, and I'm going to go, Chris Johnson's our guest today, everybody. I'm going to read this, and I'm looking at my clock here, and I'm okay, I'm going to go through this quickly. I'm going to set the stage for when we come back because it's going to get Chris fired up. This is from an article from Harvard EDU, okay, from Harvard, from Dr. Marcelo Campos. Recently, many of my patients, speaking Dr. Campos, have been asking about the ketogenic diet. Is a ketogenic diet safe? Would you recommend it? Despite the recent hype, a keto di- diet is not something new. In medicine, we have been using it for almost 100 years. Chris talks about this in his article. To treat drug-resistant epilepsy, especially in children, in the 1970s, Dr. Atkins popularized something I don't think is very safe, his very low-carbohydrate diet for weight loss. This is where I say if it walks like a – if it walks like a Atkins and quacks like an Atkins, it's probably Atkins, okay? Just me throwing out something here that I thought was kind of funny. Weight loss that began with a very strict two-week ketogenic phase. Over the years, other fad diets incorporated a similar approach for weight loss. Chris, we got a minute before we go back. I want to, I'm want i going to get you to talk about that a little bit from Dr. Campos. But I think he's actually saying exactly what you're saying. Fad diet, baby. Well, again, if you start taking carbohydrates out of the diet, you're going to see some reactions from ty- diabetes. Type 2 diabetics, they don't process glucose very well anyway. So the less you have, they've seen great results. But that's not really the problem. The problem is the cell. The cell's not receptive to insulin, so they're going at it from a, a outside. But they're, they're you're not making the body healthy. Right. You're just you're just decreasing the symptom, and that's what they're not talking about. Decreasing the symptom, not fixing the source of the problem, and that's the cell. And when you don't have those good carbs, the good proteins, the good fats. You cannot have a good All right, we got to have a conversation. When we come back from break here, I'm going to carry this through, Chris. Chris Johnson, our guest today. We're talking about the keto diet and then some and other things. It's a very interesting conversation. But now that Chris has opened up the the, the box of the cell, we're going to have to talk about when I very first met Chris and we talked to – he gave a speech on the mitochondria. Now, you need to understand the whole deal with the cell and the mitochondria because what he's talking about is exactly what we need to fix. And these are the things that are broken. Okay, so once again, Chris Johnson's with us. 
the keto diet and then some. We'll talk about on-target living. We'll talk about being grandparents. We'll talk about family for his 10th visit. So happy to have him as my friend and my bro. These are good things. We're trying to help you guys. You know what? Stick around. We got more for you on the keto diet and ketosis. You're listening to Boomer's Rock Radio Talk Show with my pal Chris Johnson. We'll be right back. Ketosis, the keto diet. Chris Johnson, is it working? Is it worth it? What's the deal? If it walks like an Atkins, quacks like an Atkins, it probably is an Atkins. It's, in my opinion, it's uh, it's not safe. And it's Chris has the information. He's the, he's the man with the plan, and he'll tell you all about this stuff. Told you before we uh, went to break that we were going to talk about mitochondria. Before we do that, and we're just going to talk about that quickly because we got other things we want to talk about, with, especially with the diabetes stuff. Chris, how do people find you and Matt and Kristen? I uh, just come to our website on targetliving.com. Cake on targetliving.com. Okay. We'll pick up the phone. We'll yeah, respond we got to put a banner. We got to put that banner on our website. We got to get that going yeah. too. We've been talking about that for a long time. All right. Really quickly, Chris, because we met the very first time we met, you talked about mitochondria and cell structure. Now, before we get into the the diabetes issue and the pre-diabetes issue, because this is a bigger, bigger, much bigger, larger thing that's happening out there. And the keto diet gets sold that it's good for diabetes. Okay, it's good for diabetics. First off, let's talk about the mitochondria very quickly. I know you said you're going to do this quickly. Why do people need to understand what it is and what what happens with a cell? Well, the cell, number one, just to make this super simple, but if you had a circle, the cell membrane, the outer rim of the cell needs to be soft and permeable. That's really what type 2 diabetes is. The cell membrane is not soft and permeable. It's difficult for insulin to open up the cell. Hence, we have high glucose problems. A third of our population could be type 2 diabetes in the next you know, 10 years. So when you cut the carbs out of the diet, like the ketogenic diet, it, you're going to see great results instantly because you have less carbs. But you're not fixing the problem because the problem is the cell. Then inside the cell itself, that's the mitochondria. That's the car engine. So the car likes to have... A variety of different fuels. If you look in, go through the Krebs cycle, which I'll get in too deep here, but the body likes that. Secondly, you need to balance your pH. If you're on a high protein or a high fat, low carb diet, you'll have too much acid, which creates this inflammation, which creates digestive issues. And then back to the source. Since when does uh, an ancient grain or a fruit or a vegetable become a bad thing? Same thing with fats. You know, back in the 80s, you know, avocados or any type of fat was evil. Well, now it became evil with the carbs, and that's where we're missing the point. You need these carbohydrates, proteins, and fats to make the human body healthy and to perform at its best. That's, that's what people are missing right now. They're missing that we got to quit manipulating these carbohydrates, proteins, or fats, or any of the macronutrients. Because if you manipulate a macronutrient, you will have a macro problem. Okay, there you go. That, that's, that's, that's a really good statement. If you manipulate a macronutrient, and there's only three right? That's it. You got three. So you need a balance of health. So again, back to the source. Where's it coming from? Healthy coconuts, avocados, hemp seeds, flax seeds, cod liver oil, all these amazing healthy fats. Then you need these ancient grains, teff, amaranth, oatmeal, fruits, vegetables, starchy carbs like sweet potatoes. I was going to bring up the oatmeal story. And then you get into your healthy protein. So when people do that, it's sustainable, but you have amazing health. And you have that performance to go with it. And why wouldn't you want to do that? Right, right. And you can get, you know, we I've done 10 bodybuilding contests. Every one of them, I don't change a thing. I just basically taper it down. I just eat a little less, a little more focused. A little more focused. And see, we were talking about, now let's go into the diabetes because 
the pre-diabetes, I looked this up during break, everybody, and I found, and of course, on the, on the believable internet, a report that finds that 2015, 30.3 million Americans, 9.4% of the U.S. population have diabetes. 30.3 million. Do you know what happens with, with the precursor to Alzheimer's and dementia and all of these chronic conditions that are out there? One of the key factors is going to be diabetes, okay? Another 84.1 million. So this means that we've got about 110 million people, about a third of our population, 84.1 million, Chris, have prediabetes, a condition that not treated leads to type 2 diabetes within five years. Now, you've got some things you wanted to talk about well, with I think diabetes. The, I think the big thing the listeners got to understand is in 1970, we had 500,000 type 2 diabetics. Wow. 1970. In the next 10 years, we could have 100 million, a third of our population. So it's, something's not working. So the key is we have to get back to the basics of blocking and tackling, and that's the, the cell, the pH, and the source. And then let's really start focusing on high-quality proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. You were talking about the, uh, the young people. Well, and then, and then we're going to get into, because this is getting crazy with energy drinks and some of these diets out there like ketosis, people are so, 11% of our adolescents are on depression medication. Wow. 11%. So think about that. And that's grown like crazy. So you think we have a sleep epidemic right now in the United States? Hang on. Because now we're going to have type 2 diabetes epidemic. We're going to have sleep problems and they go hand in hand. Right, 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 right. And then you lose production, their healthcare costs go up and performance and people are not happy. If you don't get a good night's sleep, you're not going to be fastest way to age the human body. Oh, we, we were talking about, Chris and I, you know, that's that's my whole thing with my ESPM. ESPM. Remember this, everybody? ESPM. Eat, sleep, poop, move. If we go into this keto and see the ketogenesis, what, what happened was is people like to piggyback and they, they strip things out and they, they sell it. And when you talk about, as Chris said, $90 billion in the diet industry, let me refer back to some of the notes that Chris has from his article. In the 1820s, Chris, what happened? We had Lord Byron. Lord Byron's <laughs> trying to lose weight doing apple cider vinegar, so it's nothing new. But if you keep going back in time and history of dieting, these things keep making the circle. 200 years, almost, 200 years. All right, 1920s, 100 years later, the Lucky Strike cigarette brand launches the Reach for a Lucky Instead of a Sweet campaign. I mean, seriously, Ooh. smoke cigarettes so you don't gain weight? I mean, we've all heard that before, right? I mean, it's comical. Oh, but that's what we have to learn. We have to learn from our past. And, and, and What the heck have we learned? What we, Well, we've learned is that marketing is powerful. That's the point. See, because when, when you say we go from 500,000 diabetics in 1970 to... 110 we have million. 30 million right today. Yeah, but we got 84.1 no, million have, pre-diabetic. No, they're coming. They're coming. In a sleep, the fastest growing group of medications is depression and sleep. We got to ask the question, why? Why was this? Right, 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 so right. So dopamine is so easy to stimulate. Whether it's our phones, it's our sweets, the list goes on. So the challenging piece is we got to step back and go, okay, how does this make any sense at all? This is where, again, I'm going to step into, I'm going to plug my own book here in our book series, the Generation Us book series. This is where as older, growing older adults, where we need to help our young people. Because what Chris is saying is, I, I did not know this about the young people and the 11% that are, this is, this is 
a freight train, a nightmare freight train coming down the track. I mean, a nightmare freight train. And if we don't lead by example, then whose fault is it, Chris? I mean, if we're if we're bringing all of the junk food in as grandparents and we don't have the energy to go play with our kids, well, whose fault is it? Well, again, it gets to the challenging thing we're facing is extremes. So that's where, again, I, I really am not trying to beat up the ketogenic thinking. It's just the extreme. Right. I really am truly believer of you need to have healthy fats. Make sure you're getting enough healthy fats. I focus my a lot of my nutrition around healthy fats. But I also have to help people understand if you don't have those calming carbohydrates, you're not going to have good digestion. You're not going to have good blood pressure. You're going to be low in magnesium. You might have headaches. The list goes on. You're going to have a problem. All right, hold it. We'll come back to that. We're going to talk more about this list. We've got so many more things to talk about. I love having Chris on the show. It's so much fun. Chris Johnson is our guest from On Target Living. The keto diet and then some and then some and then some. Stick around. We'll be back. we got two more segments to go here. You're listening to Boomers Rock Radio Talk Show. Again, my guest, Chris Johnson. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Boomers Rock Radio Talk Show. This is typically the fourth beginning of the four segments where I throw to the guests, you know, plug, 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 and Chris is like, ontargetliving.com. That's it. Okay, get back to the show now. All right. All right, so the, the 1950s, we've got the, um, and this is from Chris's article that he wrote that got like, I don't know, 50,000 people read this thing. Uh, 1950s, we got the cabbage soup diet. Promises you can lose 10. <laughs> I am not kidding, everybody. Right here. And if Chris brought it over to me, it's got to be fact. You can lose 10 to 15 pounds in a week by eating limited diet, including cabbage soup every day. Again, it's the egg diet, it's the cabbage soup diet. These things are all out there for, you know, I remember it, 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 people are trying all sorts of stuff. But, again, it's a it's a quick, short-term, I got to lose weight, I'm going to a class reunion, I'm going to the beach, whatever. I, under, I, I get that. But what they're not doing is why would you ever want to sacrifice your health to get anywhere? And that's the challenge I think more and more facing is, like, let's create a lifestyle that you love and, and that – I'm doing it because I want to, not because I have to. Right, right. And it becomes it becomes self-perpetuating because when you get that habit, that cue response reward clicking in your life and you and you start to feel – because it does take some time. It's well, going to take like, some it's time. Like, it's like exercise or eating or whatever. If it's painful, you're not going to sustain it. Well, then that's where you got to find which, what you – where is your passion and your purpose? I mean, right. if you find your passion and your purpose and you do more of those things, you're going to be fine. Okay, 1960s, we had something that was pretty decent that came along. Chris, you, you say some nice things here about Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers is a fantastic program because it gives you that, again, that attention. The challenging thing initially was the exchange points and you would get too many points for eating fat. So then they compromised it and modified it. So it's a way to keep you focused and a metric that you can follow. So I think Weight Watchers can be a fantastic program. I'll tell you one thing, and I'm going to I'm gonna digress just a second here because um, Chris and I were talking about my daughter, Ashley, and I are doing the beach body thing. I wanted something a little different. That's her thing. And she's got the little containers with the food that they put on. I like their programs. I mean, the 21-day fix program that um, I've been testing with her, I, I, I think it's very effective. Um, the little containers they have for the food, it measures things, it keeps you accountable. Problem for her as a millennial is the self-sabotage that happens on the weekends. And that's where, you know, you're good all week, and then all of a sudden the weekend comes along, and then you just blow yourself up. And that's where I believe a lot of people, especially our young people, 
have these things. And so doing these things, and I was telling Chris about it, he immediately wrote down a note on this thing. It's something that we can do together. She lives in a different state, and we can kind of compare notes, and it's it's not that expensive. And I and I, I think it's effective. So it's like, Chris, I wanted to talk to you about that. I mean, just for a second, we'll digress on that. When you do these mixed-up workouts, 30, 30 minutes, and you have a 60-second on, 20-second rest thing, and they're safe, eh, you know what? Makes us accountable to each other. Well, I think that what you and Ashley are both doing, it's a focused approach. And again, that's what dieting or extra, you know, these programs do, but eventually you can turn some of these into habits and that's just a habit you're doing. You're finding a habit. I'm moving my body regularly. I'm eating regularly. I'm maybe going 12 hours without eating at night. So I allows my body to clean itself. So the key thing we try to do at Ontario living is we try to create this knowledge that can turn into habits. And I think that's what we found over the years is that, that's the magic for people. Now they're reaching out to us and say, gosh, I've lost 20 pounds or my, my glucose level's down. I no longer have type 2 diabetes or my cholesterol. I'm off my cholesterol med because I've l- learned how to develop a lifestyle that can sustain. And that's, the, that's what's, I think, what's missing a lot out there. We did a show once back in, because this is Chris's 10th visit. Chris Johnson's my guest, everybody. We're talking about the keto diet. But we talked specifically about you know when we were when we were talking about uh, the the glucose and we were talking about the um, cholesterol. Chris went in and did the deep dive with the cholesterol. I don't want to go there now because that's not what the focus of today's show is. But the body isn't missing out. We don't have a, 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 a you know, for cholesterol de- a deficiency drug deficiency. What are some of those um, drugs that they put out there? We don't have those deficiencies in our in our world. I mean, we don't need those types of things. And so, what we got to do is find more balance. Yeah, for statin meds, many people think that it should be in the water, but we believe that there, if you're willing to change your lifestyle, there probably is not a whole lot of need for statin medications for most people. And the same thing will happen with the diabetes. And so the list goes on. We're not, we got to go back to the source and almost be like a private investigator and go, what, what's going on? Why is my energy low? Why am I not sleeping? Why do I have acid reflux? Why do I have gout? Why do I have you know, the blood pressure? Whatever goes on, what am I missing? So again, when we're getting people to eat healthy fats, healthy carbs, you know, they're getting enough you know, adequate protein, the list goes on, the body starts to try to heal itself. And we all, we just got to get it back to that thinking that the human body is meant to heal itself if you put it in the right position. Whether right. it's lack of sleep or whatever. We jump to the 1980s. You mentioned that earlier in the show, the high-carb, low-fat movement, 1990s, high-protein, anti-carb movement. I mean, it goes back and forth, back and forth. And then you get to the 2000s. You haven't talked about that yet. The FDA bans diet drugs and supplements containing ephedra. Woo. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, it, again, many things were coming on the market that were trying to speed up metabolism. What, what is this Ali, Ali thing? What is Ali hits the market, a non-prescription <laughs> drug that is taken with meals. You would sprinkle that on your food so you would not have good digestion. I guess I don't remember that. I mean, oh, you my mentioned- gosh. It was crazy. People were like, oh, this." I was getting questions about it all the time. That was when I first got into the, the business. Uh-huh. And it was basically your... You're eating food, but you're not absorbing. I, well, what are you eating for? The point of eating is for nutrients and to fuel the human body. You know, and it was called Ollie? Yeah, it's called Ollie. You know, it's a powder that you would sprinkle on your food that you would have. And so people would have all sorts of problems with elimination, obviously. Oh. And so I was eating all this crummy food, but I don't have to worry about absorbing it. So I could eat, I could eat chocolate chip you cookies until I puke. You eat anything you and it's not going to be absorbed. <laughs> So again, we're getting losing. Why does the, that? Why does it just feel wrong? It is wrong. <laughs> but the point of it is, is that people are like, I can eat this pizza tonight, and I have to worry about it. 
crazy. I'm not absorbing. All it. right, we got about two minutes before we got to wrap the Michigan Talk Network broadcast. We'll come back for the fifth segment. I got a couple, uh, one more decade of, of things. To talk about. Then I've got some other things on the ketogenic diet. You see how much fun this is and how fast this goes. But we got to get a two minute takeaway from my boy Chris Johnson's our guest. He's the CEO, founder of of uh, On Target Living. Go there, OnTargetLiving.com. Um, the keto diet's been our topic today, Chris. What what would be the takeaway of um, today's program i mean there's so much I, I think the big takeaway is is that just step back for a second and understand that the human body needs the three macronutrients in balance and when you put the three macronutrients in balance the human body has all the tools it needs when you start manipulating mother nature your neurotransmitters in the brain your digestive villi the the enzymes in the gut the whole the list goes on and on so that's where we're starting getting problems that it's too good to be true. It is too good to be true. The, be, the body needs that balance, and that's what some of these diets are missing. Okay, now let's step into the um, gut science for just a minute because the microbiome, I've done a ton of reading on this. I think it's one of the key, uh, mis, most misunderstood, not understood. We just don't have the, the technology yet, but we're getting closer and closer. But the bottom line is the gut is the second brain. And if you want to derive more of these positive neurotransmitters, you've got to feed the good bacteria in your gut. You've got the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the ugly is down there, and it's it, it's it's tricking you, man. It's tricking you. Well, one of the things I tell people, and we mentioned this earlier in this show, but you're, you have four neurotransmitters, adrenaline and dopamine. Those are the stimulants. We want those. We want those to work. You get excited. You're passionate. You know, some stress hits you. But you also have the other ones that are relaxing. That's GABA and serotonin. Serotonin is made in the gut. 90% of our serotonin is made in the gut. And serotonin makes melatonin. Melatonin is a sleep hormone. You can see how this thing starts getting sideways. Right. And so I have this amazing focus during the day, but I can't relax. Well, how, how, how is how's that going to work? So that's the challenge we're facing out there is that once you start messing with these, the, the gut, the, the neurotransmitters in the brain, the, the list goes on. That's where we're getting out of balance. Let me tell you guys now, and I, I know Chris is, is Mr. Clean, but back in my day when I had my 20 years of drinking and drugging, I know all about the amphetamines, the cocaine, all that stuff. Take it from me. It's, there's always an up and then there's always a down. And so there's there's no balance. There's absolutely zero balance. And that's what Chris has been talking about. Chris Johnson's been our guest today. We've been talking about the ketogenic diet, talking about ketosis, talking about a lot of things. My takeaway from Chris, enjoy the process. What we forget to do is we forget the balance. We got to have what Chris says is a focused approach. I mean, compound interest. All of these things build on each other. All these things help. So when we come back in the fifth segment, for the WKR exclusive fifth segment. We'll talk more about this because I've got one more thing I want to ask Chris about as far as his his list here. It's pretty funny. But remember, if our show fits your business or group's mission, we want to be of service to you. That's what we do here. We're of service. We are bringing people in, state of Michigan, the Midwest, nationally, who want to share their topics and issues and help all of us get better because all about Generation Us, everybody. Generation Us started here. Generation Us is going to grow here. Generation Us is going to is going to flourish with people like Chris Johnson from On Target Living, Matt Johnson, Kristen, all of us together. We're going to do these things. It's going to work. Always remember, before you can share love with others, you must love yourself first. We'll come back for the fifth segment here in just a moment. Thanks to Chris Johnson, Ezra Baker, Mickey Haddock, Sandy Matt, Craig Styles. We'll talk to you next weekend, everybody. Have a great week. Go on and ignite your life. Good day now. We'll be right back after this for the fifth segment on WKAR.
Welcome back to the Boomers Rock Radio Talks. Well, let's talk about the new on-target living site now. We've talked, we've bar- if people want to come and see you and Matt and Kristen and get up close and personal, you guys are building a beautiful new facility. Why are you doing this? What's the purpose? What you know, What's the emphasis with this? What's the plan here, bro? Uh, we're building our headquarters. It will be complete in the next few months. And the thought process, number one, we wanted to have a really, we had to have a really nice home for our team. But we're doing more and more um, organizational training where companies come in and they want to bring their teams in and we do we do training there and it could be anywhere from a day to three days. And then we're doing also uh, an on-target living ambassador training for health professionals. And so that's a three and a cool. half days type certification. And so your listeners can just go to the website and they can see all these different types of retreats and training. And a lot of uh, you know videos, we'll be putting out more and more videos on cooking and how to sleep and moving your body and how to eat better and the list goes on. So we're really excited about it. Uh, it's been in the process for the last five years and it's it's happening right now. So well, in the next I, few months. You've see here, let's talk about goals for a minute there, bro, because you know, when we met ten years ago and became friends and our relationship grew and grew, you had vision and you had this dream and a lot of the things Many of the things that you told me 10 years ago have occurred. And this this plan that you have for bringing people into this facility, this is state-of-the-art stuff. I mean, this is where we bring people. The whole thing about being with a group, it makes you accountable. But when you come in and you get the energy from other people and you have these facilities like this, these things are gold. And it's going to be it's going to be right here in mid-Michigan. Yeah, so we're really excited right here in East Lansing, Michigan. And we're, uh, we're getting so much interest right now. And... Um like you said, way back in the day, I never really envisioned that, but it's slowly, it's the blocking and tackling, realizing there's a huge need out there, and we wanted to have a facility where people can come and learn and grow and have fun. And I'm excited. Yeah, we're really excited. I'm really excited. I want to help promote this thing and it's drive got a people. It's demonstration kitchen. Oh, uh, yeah. space, cool. workout area. So, And then we sell, we have our um, online uh, superfoods that we will have uh, basically out of our warehouse. Well, and that's something that I buy. I've got, I've turned many people on to the wheatgrass, the frozen wheatgrass, this stuff. You order this stuff, it's like it's your door the next day. I mean, it's crazy. Right, we appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, you're welcome, man. It's, I mean, it's a good price. It's like, you, you, the thing is, is it, it's a it's a routine. It's a daily thing. I make Sandy's tea every morning for her, her her wheatgrass tea, and we do that stuff every day. All right, Chris, now I want to I go back to this little Thank you for talking about uh, the on-target living facility, by the way. Um, I found this blog, and here's the thing with the Internet. And I started the show talking about this stuff because we had 9 million hits on the keto diet. And I just just went out there and found some random stuff, you guys. Five reasons you should try the keto diet, three reasons you shouldn't. Really, eight reasons that really don't make a lot of sense. And I looked the woman up who wrote this stuff. And, hey, you know, God bless her for, for, for putting information out there. It's just like... It's, it's just not accurate. And here are a couple, Chris. I want to get your your feedback on this. Try keto if your body stores fat well. That's a long pause. <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. I'm gonna read I'm gonna read their their explanation here and then I need your I need your rebuttal on this thing. <laughs> if, if you have the type of the look on his face was priceless i wish we were doing a video if you have the type of body that stores carbs as eat and as fat easily then the keto diet definitely might be a good fit head trainer at ideal fit told insider an endomorph body big bone type definitely fits this category she said as this body type has a greater tendency to hold on to carbs and store them as fat so again it was 
Five reasons to try the keto diet. You're, try the keto if your body stores fat well. Again, you're manipulating body types. There's different, everybody has different genetics. There's no doubt about that. Some people are leaner naturally. Some people gain weight easily. But the key component we want to get out of there is like, I'm not going to get rid of these, these valuable macronutrients just to lose some weight. I can lose weight. I, I, you know, if I've never had anybody, if they want to get leaner, they can follow balanced carb proteins and fats frequency of eating the list goes on it works every time but people don't want they want the quick fix the quick fix is not going to work because it's it's not compound interest all right how about this one and this again was this is from a blog i found everybody i'm just using it as fuel for the fire here don't need much fuel because this fire is already burning try keto we talk about the keto diet with chris johnson try keto if you enjoy high fat foods what does that mean (laughs) does that mean high fat unhealthy processed foods or is that high fat high quality foods so we, we we keep we keep skirting that issue of quality i want people to eat high f- fat foods nuts and seeds and avocados and extra virgin olive oil and the list that they're 100 percent fat so do you call that a high fat food yeah because that's what it is it's a fat same thing with the carbohydrates. People say, well, that's high in sugar. Well, a carbohydrate is a sugar. A banana is sugar. An apple is sugar. So, again, we're, we're, we're trying to sidestep. We're, you're not hearing anybody saying, hey, eat high-carbohydrate high foods. You're not saying, hey, in my smoothie, put more carbohydrates in my smoothie. You're saying, no, put more fat in my smoothie or put protein in my smoothie but we're getting rid of that villain, which is the carbs. That's what we got to get away from that mindset. Well, here's the last thing that we'll talk about because we got about two minutes to go here. And this is the bottom line. Try keto if you need to lose weight quickly. And we talk, we talk about this the whole show. If you want to lose weight quickly, and Chris just said this again, there are lots of ways to lose weight quickly. The whole thing that we want to talk about is we want to build good habits and make it sustainable. It's not about the quick. Try keto if you want to. If you need to lose weight quickly, what's your vibe on that? So, Chris? if you're trying to lose weight quickly, it's going to be painful. It's going to be painful. I mean, and then it's just a matter of time. So, you want to lose ten pounds in a week or two weeks or whatever it might be. That's going to be relatively painful. You're going to have to deplete, deplete yourself. You're going to be miserable. You're going to the list goes on. And then the body's going to have have to have time to get back into homeostasis. Now you're really which is balance. Up, which is balance. So. Why do I want to screw if I'm saving for retirement financially, I'm going to keep I don't want to all of a sudden make this 30% and then all of a sudden lose 10%. I'd rather have 5 to 10% Sustainable. repeatable gain which right. is compound. So that's what we look at from a health standpoint. Everybody gets off the wagon every now and then. That's okay. But the goal is to if you could build one habit that you have that leads into the next year and the next year, that's the magic. 